Mysterious Circumstances is an American Crimecast production. Remember, everyone is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Hey everybody, this is Justin with Mysterious Circumstances Podcast. I am back with a new episode and I apologize about the delay. I wanted to get this out last night. Had a little problems with the uh, Wi-Fi and to be honest with you, I think it worked out because this story is a little bit weird and it's uh, technically still Halloween. So I apologize for the delay again, but uh, I think you guys will enjoy this episode quite a bit. Um, Before we get started, I got to give a couple shout-outs here. I'm not really going to read some of the reviews because they are a little bit longer, and it's getting pretty late. I want to get on with this story because there's a lot of shit going on in this story, to be perfectly honest with you. But I do got to thank Kate Lisa Renwick over in the U.K. for the awesome review. I appreciate it. I'm glad that you like the podcast. Um, I'm really glad everybody likes podcasts to be honest with you it's kind of cool uh gotta thank mojo dusky up in canada for a five-star rating and another badass review i'm glad he uh, enjoys the podcast and gets what i'm putting down man um gotta thank uh, gotta bianca Terra. hope i got that one right um glad you definitely like the podcast thank you very much for the five-star review and if any of you want to want to throw down some reviews that helps get me uh get my name out there a little bit because uh you know i'm a small fish in a huge fucking pond and the, we got to let them know the big dogs that i got to let them know the big dogs that i'm coming for them uh i also got to thank dana uh of course tanya uh chris um aaron mcdonald from up in canada who actually offered to do some research for me on an episode if we can we can come to agreement on a on a uh, canadian mystery or unsolved event or unexplained disappearance or death whatever the choice may be uh thanks everybody for stopping by the facebook page uh starting to get quite a bit of love on there and i love talking to you guys about all this stuff and i actually started a facebook group uh, to where everybody can talk to everybody about stuff because I think a lot of you uh, listeners would get along with each other well. You guys are all pretty amazing and uh, are always bringing up a lot of good mysteries that some of them I haven't heard of. So, um, got to give a shout out to Don Smith and, of course, uh, my friend Ellie over in the UK, um, which both of them actually made donations to the show. Uh, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, you know, it, it's very appreciated. It is definitely not required, though. Um, but thanks again. I really appreciate that. But this episode was requested by Sarah. And Sarah, I'm going to be honest with you, about fucking killed me with this one. Oh, shit. Hold on. Before we get started with this. Uh, There was a review that was actually pretty badass because I am from the Fort Wayne, Indiana area and I actually got a review from somebody named Lizzie and Havoc. I don't know if Havoc's your last name or if that's a person you are or, you know, a buddy of yours with a really badass nickname or something, but it was pretty awesome uh, just knowing that uh, I'm kind of so big I'm actually local, if that makes sense. But uh, she's actually slaving away right now on third shift in an assembly plant. And I, I definitely understand how that goes. And 
I'm glad I can put this out probably while you're uh, working. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And back to Sarah, who requested this one. For those of you conspiracy theorists out there, you're going to fucking love this episode. Because there is so much shit going on. It is unreal, okay? So basically, we have an unsolved mystery. It is an unsolved murder. And I hate saying this, but this is actually the most recent case that I have ever done. And because of that, there is no details to be had. Um, there literally is not much about this guy's childhood. There's not much about his early adulthood for the most part. There is a lot, there is some information out there. Um, but I went as far as uh, typing his name into an academic uh, search engine and literally found absolutely nothing. There were no results. Um, that never fucking happens. So when I say this episode is a little bit weird, there is definitely some some weird stuff going on. But we're going to get all that, you know, in the facts and theories and all that good stuff. I'll take a drink here real quick. Sipping on this Blue Moon Belgian White. Love it. All right. So basically, a man named Max Spears. Now, I've heard his last name pronounced Spires, and I've heard it pronounced Spears. Uh, since I'm an American and I usually butcher people's names, I'm going to go ahead and refer to him as Spears. But Max Spears was born in uh, Canterbury, England in 1976. And like I said, there's really not too much information uh, on his youth. Um, so we're pretty much going to jump right into what was going on. Max was a uh, conspiracy theorist coming up, and he was also a young UFO researcher and pretty much an expert on the subject. But Max was actually very well known in the conspiracy theory circles, I guess is what you could call them. Uh, He did interviews. If you go to YouTube and type in his name, you will get an endless amount of videos. And I hate saying it, but so much of this is, there's a lot of speculation going on here. And that's why I feel like, I honestly don't know if this is going to be a great episode or not. Just because of the conspiracy factor and all the speculation. Now there's no mention of Max's dad growing up, but his mom is named Vanessa Bates. She, from what I understand, is an English teacher and also a fellow conspiracy theorist. Uh, Some other people in this uh, case that will play a factor is a woman named Monica Duvall, who was uh, his publicist, and he was actually staying with her on the night that he passed away. And uh, his fiancée, Sarah Adams, um, she's also going to be a little bit involved. And then uh, one of his good friends, Miles Johnston, who's a very well-known ufologist or ufologist or whatever you you want to call him but so max okay max is is going max is on a trip in poland okay he died in warsaw poland he's in poland to do a speech at a great big conference about conspiracy theories and ufos and the new world order and pretty much every other conspiracy that you could ever imagine 
Now, some of Max's beliefs are a little strange. All right, we'll get into a little bit of background here from what I could find because I really couldn't find much, you guys. Uh, Max believed that he was a programmed super soldier. Um, Him and uh, another good friend of his who he did a lot of interviews with, I believe his name was Michael Prince. Uh, Michael ended up dying of a drug overdose, I do believe. Uh, But he believed that he was a programmed super soldier that worked with Project Mannequin which was an off-branch of, say, MK Ultra, which I have actually done uh, my first episode, had a little bit of uh, MK Ultra knowledge in it. Uh, Project Mannequin was basically the same thing. It was all about creating genetically engineered super soldiers for the most part. And when he speaks of his childhood and the long, rambling, two-hour, three-hour-long YouTube interviews with him, he, he does go into some pretty weird details about stuff. But uh, that's... he And ironically enough, he uh, says that he got some of this programming at a place called the Travistock. Now, Travistock, I believe, was in Sussex. I do not script my shows, so a lot of this stuff is hard to remember of past episodes. But if you remember a case I did on Jeremiah Duggan, um, the person who supposedly might have uh, killed him off, Lyndon LaRouche, believed that Travistock Institute was a place where English people are programmed. Basically programmed to do whatever, genetically modified, all that good conspiracy theory stuff. Well, as it so happens, young Max did spend a little bit of time there. I don't know for how long. I don't know how old he was. Because like I said, there's not much information on this dude. And literally, he just died in July, so details are very, very scarce. He, coming from England, he went to, like I said, Poland to do this, uh, to do this conference, and he was staying with uh, Monica Duval, his, his uh, supposed, you know, maybe a friend and publicist. He actually didn't know Monica that well. Now, there are a couple weird things that did happen. And, you know, we will obviously cover a lot of stuff and facts and theories. But a couple of days before he died on, I believe, it was July the uh, 13th or 14th, he actually texted his mother a text message that wrote, Your boy's in trouble. If something happens to me, investigate. Now, just saying it gives me chills down my spine because it's really weird. There's... You know, that's that's pretty weird. But at the same time, there's actually no proof of this text message. Nobody's seen it. There's no record of it. This is just what his mother has said. Well, according to Max's friend, Miles Johnston, Max Spears started vomiting a black liquid, and he died uh, within the next couple of days. And Miles does not give a really good timeline on these events, which kind of pissed me off. He doesn't give any real details. Uh, I'm probably pretty sure that uh, the only person that really knows what happened is is Monica, if there was foul play involved. It's it's kind of weird. Uh, You know, if, if the text message did get sent, you don't just send that to your mother for no reason at all. Now, the the shitty thing about all this is the fact that there is no post-mortem autopsy done 
because without investigating, the Poland coroner's office that was involved stated that Max died of natural causes, therefore, there is no post-mortem autopsy required. Now, there's also no details of a crime scene, how he died, how he was laying, who he was with, what he was doing. There is absolutely nothing out there. So, like I said, most of this episode is going to be pure speculation. This is pretty much, like I said, this is going to be a horrible episode. That is literally all the details that we have. Is what his friend said he saw, and Monica's not saying anything. There's nothing going on. There's no autopsy done. He actually, uh, when his body got back to England, there was an autopsy done. Um, The Poland police will not release any details of his death, uh, meaning crime scene photos, blah, 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 anything like that. Because, and this is another kicker, because Vanessa Bates, Max's mother, does not have the written permission of Max to actually see those records. Yeah, I just said that, and uh, that's pretty weird. And the office that actually in England that actually did do the autopsy hasn't released any records yet because it's still an ongoing investigation. Now, there is literally hundreds of YouTube videos about this guy, hundreds of articles, but there are no details. So, with that being said... I hate to do it already, but we gotta gotta jump into some facts here. Now, the guy supposedly vomited black liquid. There is a lot of things that can cause you to vomit black liquid without being, you know, without being possessed by the devil or being poisoned or anything really of that nature. Um, a lot... There's a lot of talk about Max did like to go out and drink, which, according to Miles and a couple other close friends, Max was drinking pretty heavily towards the end of his life. Now, Miles does state that he was on prescription medication. Now, depending on what those medications are, being antidepressants or something of that nature... Now, there's a good chance that not only can you die of alcohol poisoning, but some of these medications can eat holes in the lining of your stomach. Now, generally, when a person starts vomiting what might look like coffee ground substance, that means that you have bleeding somewhere in your body between your esophagus and your stomach. Now, it could be something as easy as an ulcer, or it could be something very more serious as like cancer of the esophagus, cirrhosis, uh, stomach cancer. uh, I mean, just a whole plethora of things that could be wrong with you. Obviously, you'd probably want to go to the ER immediately. It's just, it's really hard to say. The fact that he was drinking heavily and the fact that he was on medication does spark a little bit little bit of interest um not only because of that but because he he also claimed that he was looking into some dark stuff because here's a fact for you max spears when he died was actually investigating some happenings between 
the British and the U.S. military. And what he was investigating was an incident that happened back in 1986. Back in 1986, it is actually documented fact that the U.S. Army housed a child care center. Now, this child care center, uh, located in Northern California, I believe, uh, was a place where as many as about 60 children were sexually abused, four of which contracted as STDs. Um, in 1987, the U.S. Army actually demolished this place. Now, there were very, there were a lot of people accused of being involved in this, but the the only person that was actually ever brought to trial was uh, a civilian employee that worked there, and his name was Gary Hambright. Now, Gary Hambright was actually indicted for molesting ten of the children. And ironically enough, all the charges were dropped because the evidence was too vague. Now, there's one person that was mainly involved, which was Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino. Um, Aquino was pretty much accused of being... Uh, he was being in, he was involved in the abuse, but Aquino was actually known as a self-confessed founder of a satanic movement known as the Temple of Set. Max was investigating Aquino at the time of his death. That is a very, very weird fact, considering that Max's computer was also wiped clean when they found that. Uh, you know, there's, there's very limited info. I mean, if you want to look back, I'm not going to investigate, you know, a whole child pedophile ring or whatever. But that is a pretty interesting little fact. And that's an interesting fact because Michael and his girlfriend believed that how he was being deprogrammed, quote unquote, as a super soldier was by the use of black magic and satanic ritual to get the, quote unquote, demons out of him. I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Exorcist. But usually, you know, you're puking up green pea soup, not black liquid. I'm just joking. That's a bad joke. Just let it be known that he believed in this very strongly, as did his girlfriend Sarah, who still thinks that black magic was the result of his death, which would have been foul play on somebody else's part. Now, another little fact that you need to know is that according to Vanessa Bates... Max's mom, uh, Monica Duvall, who was Max's publicist and who he was staying with when he passed away, was into the occult. Now, Vanessa claims that at one point in time, Monica Duvall sent a picture of Max in a coffin to her. Why Max would voluntarily lay in a coffin for some unknown reason or whether it was photoshopped or whatever... I'm not 100% sure, but that is what Vanessa claims. Um, you know, getting back to Vanessa on the text message thing, we do know that the text message was sent about two days before he died. And like I said before, it read, Your boy's in trouble. If something happens to me, investigate. Max died on July 16th, 2016. 
That's why there's not much details available about this. Nobody knew about the text message until about two weeks ago when his mother, Vanessa, finally came forward and said that he had sent that to her. Like I said, there's no proof. Nobody's seen it. That's what Vanessa says. I'm not bashing on her. Just giving you guys the uh, real deal facts here. Now, Sarah and Max himself, like I said, believed that during his deprogramming phase, they were using black magic, uh, satanic rituals, and whatever not. Vanessa actually claims that one time, at one point in time, Monica had called her and she heard chanting in the background, which would be associated with some kind of ritualistic magic. It happens. Those are the, the few and far between facts about you know, some of the occult stuff, what was going on with some of the people involved. Now we are actually going to jump into some of the health facts. Like I had said before, you can vomit black liquid when you're sick. Sarah, er, Sarah and Vanessa, his mom and girlfriend, believed that he was slowly poisoned. Now, obviously, there is no toxicology report back yet as of today. So there's no, you know, there's no evidence of any of this. But I will say this, Max being on medication, depending on what it is, and the fact that he was drinking. With that being said, there is one disease that strikes me as a possible cause. Not into the theory section yet. But cirrhosis of the liver uh, just kind of rings a little bit true right now. Uh, some of the symptoms for cirrhosis... You know, include, you know, vomiting, a black liquid, uh, confusion, difficulty, thinking clearly, you know, swelling of the legs, unfortunately impotence, that really sucks, uh, some weight loss, weakness, um, and the reason that strikes me as maybe a possible culprit, and this is just some facts, in an interview that Max did a little bit, I think it was within a week of when he died, he was kind of incoherent now i watched this he was rambling like all over the place he is very incoherent he was complaining about being tired now that would kind of make sense um and like i said there are so many uh types of cancer between the esophagus and stomach and even gastrointestinal problems that can cause you to vomit black liquid and or blood with bacteria in it which if it would dark enough it would probably look uh if it had enough bacteria it would definitely look black but other than that you can actually vomit up uh like i was saying earlier uh what looks like coffee grounds uh, if you have bad ulcers that are bleeding with enough of that bacteria in it uh, obviously you know you'd want to get help immediately but supposedly max did not I hate saying it, but that's really about all the facts that I can give you at this point in time. There's not really much evidence to speak of. Um, a lot of it is conspiracy theorist stuff. Um, like I said, this feels like a really shitty episode because there's really not much out there. Now, there's a lot of advocates... For Max on his side about the conspiracy theory stuff and that's I guess when we're gonna jump into the theory section here real quick when we're getting into the theories here the first major one which is 
by his friends and family are that when Max was programmed to be a super soldier, he had a few problems, wound up on possibly antipsychotics, maybe not, more than likely antidepressants uh, and or anxiety medication. Um, And that from what he was looking into... This uh, Quino character, the lieutenant colonel from uh, the 80s that was involved in this child sex ring, which actually is documented. Uh, it's kind of, kind, of, kind of disheartening, to be honest with you. Uh, that basically he was getting a little too close to what he was looking for, and they basically took him out because of it. Now, whether or not he actually sent this text would probably determine... That would help me determine whether this was a good theory or not because nobody saw the text. His mom, literally like four months after it happened, was just like, well, my son sent me this text. I hate, you know, sounding like an asshole, but let me see the damn thing and why the hell didn't you say something about it sooner? You know what I mean? The fact, uh, well, I don't know, there's... I don't know. That just doesn't make sense to me. If you really did send the text, you would want to put it out. Now, I will also say that it is very weird that the Polish uh, coroner's office did not conduct an autopsy and or will not release any kind of evidence or any kind of details about the crime scene or his death or the person that he was staying with at the time. I find that very, very odd. That does not make sense, to be perfectly honest with you. You know, and that goes in with the other theory. While Max was being, quote-unquote, deprogrammed by the use of black magic and uh, satanic rituals, is that he actually somehow became possessed, went into a small coma, and died after vomiting out whatever demon was inside of him. Yeah, I mean, it sounds good for a horror movie, watched a lot of horror movies in my day but that just does not make sense there's there's no i don't know there's no real evidence surrounding any of this uh if there is i would love to see it we have the other theory that max was on some prescription medication which is a documented fact and the fact that max was drinking pretty heavily towards the end of his life which probably would have been in about a two-month span now if he was drinking that heavily alcohol poisoning and or cirrhosis caused by the heavy drinking whether it be over a long period or a lot in a short period of time could actually cause him to vomit that black liquid but the thing about it is is the only person that claims he was doing that is his friend miles johnson who was not actually present at the time of his death. He claims that he was doing it a couple days beforehand. So that is a lot of hearsay. Now there's so many theories about what happened to him. All of them involve conspiracies. And I'll be honest with you. uh, The person who requested this, Sarah, I can understand how you could get lost in this because there is a lot of shit going on and I could probably dedicate like half of the rest of my fucking life to looking into this shit. It is very, very intriguing though because of some of the details of the case 
the no po- post-mortem autopsy until they move the body back to back to England. There's no toxicology report yet. There's no crime scene photos, no evidence, no details. Monica won't talk. Uh, Sarah, his girlfriend, and his mother, Vanessa, both believe that it was occult-related and black magic-related. I'm not 100% sure I believe that or not. Do I think some weird shit was going on? Yes, I do. I will openly admit that because there are a lot of strange coincidences and from what i've learned from doing this podcast one coincidence can happen but when you get to two or three coincidences that right there just means something something odd is going on you know if any of you guys have any information or any theories on what might have happened i would absolutely love to hear them and I apologize for the short episode, and actually because this is a short episode, and I put it out late, uh, actually in, in seven days instead of 14, I will be doing another episode. Just because I feel bad, there's really no no evidence and not really many facts. A lot of it's hearsay and conspiracy theories. It's, it's pretty rough, pretty rough case to investigate. So thank you, Sarah, for... Uh, boggling my mind i guess (laughs) but there is a lot of stuff to look into here um it is a very very deep rabbit hole and there are some very strange coincidences so when it comes to me personally i because of the fact his computer was wiped clean and because of the coincidence that of who he was investigating at the time of his death do i think there was foul play involved yes i do um nobody will talk nobody will do anything uh his mother and his girlfriend and the rest of his family just they just want answers they want the toxicology report which it's still an ongoing investigation it's in the very early stages from what i read uh so with that being said honestly i think there was foul play involved how who and why i have no idea so I guess that's about all the episode I can give you for tonight. And uh, I suppose I'll see you guys in about seven days. Now, uh, you know, give me some shout-outs on the Facebook page. Let me know what you guys think of this because this was a really rough one for me. It's I work on fact and uh, fact details and evidence, and there's not much here to go with. So with that being said... Uh, Show me some love on Twitter, people, for God's sakes. At M underscore C underscore podcast. Show me some love. Stop by the Facebook page. Uh, throw me some comments on this episode. I'd love to hear what you guys got to say about it. Uh, definitely some weird happenings. Like I said, just in time for Halloween, which is which was pretty cool. But, Sarah, I hope I didn't disappoint you. Um, I presented about all the facts that I could really find and know. And... I hope it makes you happy that, yes, I do think foul play was involved because some of the other signs and symptoms of cirrhosis were not there, meaning the bloating, you know, all that good stuff. You know, he was a fairly healthy guy. He didn't have the complexion of a raging alcoholic uh, or anything of that matter. So I suppose this is the end. And uh, until next weekend, seven days, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Take it easy.